Getting Schooled by a Second Grade Romeo by Walter Baum. The Atlantic Research and Whale Watching Company in Cape May, New Jersey guaranteed sightings of a mammal for the next ride was free. Of course, my daughters wanted Moby Dick, but they would have to settle for Flipper. Kimmy, the 18-year-old sea mammal specialist, played find the dolphin like whack-a-mole. We had to guess where the mother and calf were going to pop up. Someone shouted, there's one. Oh crap, I said, there goes our free ride. I was paying 26 bucks for close-up shots of the ocean and a slice of cardboard pizza. Well, everyone else was. I had buy one, get one free coupons, but I was still upset. <laughs> what was better than everyone rides for free? From the beach, we saw dolphins better, and there wasn't anyone nudging us. The breezes were lovely, though, and I was about to observe something very important. We passed the lighthouse. We passed Battery 223, where the no hurry of the tides buried the past. We passed the Sisters of Mercy convent, and then, as we approached Sunset Beach, the flood tide at its height. A riptide or a rip wind caught me and threw me into the past and toward the dark shore. It was there many years ago. I was stretched out on a beach blanket of blue with a woman I had been dating. It may have been our fifth or sixth date. She protect us. No one was around. Would you like to dance? I asked her. She said there was no music. So I snapped my fingers, summoning the moon to glow brighter, and sang Van Morrison's It was my first romantic success. And what I mean by success is that a woman didn't run away in horror. I was 25. A year later, we were married. That's right. Zero to a hundred in no time at all. So there on the boat, crowded with strangers. I hugged Mary Jane and sang in her ear. It's a fabulous night to make romance. Think again, mister, she said. We have kids in the same room tonight. Adorable children are the ultimate gamers. So we passed the famous SS Atlantis, the experimental concrete ship created during World War II when iron was in short supply. It sank on its debut, much like I did. As we returned to the harbor of Cape May, some second-grade boy, some young virgin of Casanova, was offering free Starbursts to all the girls. This included my two daughters, Alan and Nancy, who were only seven and four. The girls swarmed around his mercurial smile. His generosity declared that there was enough for everyone. At his age, I would selfishly swallow candy like a Pez dispenser on the intake. Is this your first time in Cape May? He asked my daughter. Oh no, we come to Cape May frequently, Malin replied. Would you like another starburst? You can have any color. This Romeo was not only charming, but effortlessly conversational. He turned to my younger daughter. You can take more too, he said to Nancy. Inspired, I gazed at my water bottle. Would you like the last swig? I asked Mary Jane. Even though I was in my 30s, I could still learn how to be charming, generous, and seductive. 
As the whale watching boat approached the harbor, this riptide or rip wind or this rip Romeo was still bringing me back before marriaging to all of my ridiculous pursuits with women who, strangely enough, all revolved around the same four letters or a simple addition or subtraction of another letter. Was it like a variation of Oscar Wilde's The Importance of Being Lisa? The only really safe name is Lisa. I never knew it could be that easy. When I was a teenager, I was a disaster with girls. Such disasters still haunt me. I did everything to impress women except speak to them. In high school and college, it didn't get much better. My doomed crusades of Gatsby-like golden girls re resulted in so much glorious tragedy and traumatic comedy. Back then, I thought I was romantic. And now I know it's just my undiagnosed, over-focused ADD. I was the drama king. All of one King Lear, Edward III, and Henry V. It was exactly the role I wanted. It was my script. Then I found a new part when I discovered my Juliet at a crowded singles dance at Boathouse Row, number two. It was almost dark. My girls came back from the second grade Romeo with soggy mouths full of starbursts. What was that kid about? I asked Madam. I don't trust him. Oh, Dad, he's nice. Sure. You too, huh? I guess. He didn't ask you out, did he? Dad, I'm in second grade, for goodness sakes, Madeline replied. Gotta watch out for guys. I said, lots of jerks. She whacked me on the arm and smirked. Dad, she's only in second grade, Nancy said. Yeah, I know, I said. The kids must learn a lot in second grade these days. Even at that age, my girls were developing outside my sphere of influence and sight. I was feeling to pull away. And it's selfish to want to keep anything or anyone tied to our own dependency. Every day, shouldn't we cast off what needs to be sent out to sea? For those we love, it's needed right to be free. Let's set this free too. Our expectations and the roles we play for ourselves and our partners. Why forever bound ourselves and our loved ones to the harbor of our own fears? These fears are compounded when daughters or sons, I guess, start dating. I'm not sure why I get so nervous around new guys or the boyfriend. I feel more nervous than the dude. Insecurity always makes me compare and contrast. Why couldn't I have the same confidence or game like this guy or that guy? Just the other night, I asked Mary Jane if it looked like I knew what I was doing when we were dating. I had experience on the stage of romance, but not real life. She did have other boyfriends. She said, we're married, right? She must have said, you were fine. It was around this time, my daughter Nancy, now 19, asked us to dinner. When did you know it was love? Like many college students, she's returned home as an adult to the marina. Mary Jane said something like, I'm not sure. I was willing to walk away if it didn't feel right, or if the guy was being a jerk. That's true, I said. She did walk away from me. A few times, <laughs> I was a jerk. But I went from a jerk to a model husband in no time at all. What do you say, Mary Jane? I went from zero to 100 in about 25 years. Mary Jane told Nancy that she knew she was in love with me in the quiet of her soul. But she said it so much better than that. Isn't it wonderful to understand someone who is so different? 
Isn't it wonderful to still feel the urge every day to spend the night together with the woman or the man who not only gets you, but laughs with you? I may not have been a second grade Romeo or a Casanova senior, but when playing the long game, the waiting was worth it. Mary Jane may have been my first girlfriend, but she was the only girlfriend I ever needed.